This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello everyone and a very warm welcome to the SEO Mindset Podcast which is brought to you by myself Sarah McDowell and my wonderful co-host Tasmin Sullivan. Now this week I have a cracking guest joining me and we're going to touch on a quite important, it might get heavy and it's going to be an interesting topic to talk about um, but it's all about, this episode is going to be all about Um, dealing with being laid off or fired from work and strategies because it all happens to us or I think we can all resonate with this kind of topic or this happening in some sort of way Uh, so I'm really excited to talk about this now before I get Logan on who is Logan I haven't said his name have I so our guest is Logan Bryant and Logan leads SEO teams in the affiliate space and more recently B2B SaaS his biggest success was leading tipalty.com, hopefully I said that right, uh, to 15x growth as a unicorn fintech organization. So if you are enjoying the podcast and what me and Tasman do, reminder that you can donate. We are on Buy Me A Coffee. Show, uh, a link will be in our show notes and also help us spread the word. So next time you're listening to an episode and you know someone who will really love it, find the link to that episode and share it with them over WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, anyway, but just help us spread the word of the SEO mindset. Right, Logan. Hello. How are we doing? Hi, Sarah. I'm doing great. Happy to be on the show. I mean, I won very much of this topic. So when you suggested it, I was like, yeah, we need this. We need this on the SEO mindset. And yeah, we've been chatting. Um, I suppose we've kind of been familiar or chatting over different things for a while. So it's great to actually have you on the podcast, on the SEO mindset podcast and talking about this subject. Yeah, it's uh, like you said, it it can get a little bit heavy at times, but I think it's also an important one because honestly, careers get heavy sometimes and we all need a little bit of sort of, we we need to process things a lot of times, difficult situations in our careers. And um, even though they're not always the most exciting sort of like how I grew this blog to, you know, insane traffic levels kind of a a topic, it's more... um, Sometimes it's more critical, and those times when you are in a rut or or just been fired or laid off or anything like that, and you're just like mentally struggling through this insane internal battle, uh, those can be some of the most important, you know, 
phases of our career. And so hopefully we can uh, unpack some things for people and help people out in that way. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And this podcast is all about talking about these um, important subjects that don't often get spoken about. Um, and this is this is included in that. So let's get stuck in. Um, going to start with a quite heavy question for you, Logan. Going to get you, let's jump in at the deep end, so to speak. Have you ever been fired or laid off and how did this make you feel? Uh, yes, multiple times. And of course it made me feel horrible. There's no really like, there's no sugarcoating that feeling that you have when you're getting, when you're going through something like that. Um, you, there's silver lining, of course, you can look at the bright side always, but, but the feeling is still there and the feeling is still really, really difficult to process. So, uh, I have been fired once that felt horrible i've then quit my next I, I, I rebounded and then had another job i quit that one um about a year after joining and even the quitting process on that second one also felt horrible and then um i was laid off uh m- more recently i was laid off twice those were very interesting stories uh but uh but i think those four experiences um, could each be unpacked one by one, most likely. I mean, thank you for being so open and transparent um, because I think it is hard to sort of say those words out loud, isn't it? That yes, I have been fired, I have been let go. Um, even though it's happened to us all, um, there's been times in my career that I've been fired and let go. And it is hard to, to say sometimes, isn't it? Um, just It just feels uncomfortable. Even just me then saying, I've been fired and let go. It did make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I think especially the first time, um, because I had it in my mind that like, I don't know, like, I think that there's this stigma that sometimes gets attached to people who've been fired or let go. And mm-hmm. that's the fear that that really like crushed me the first time that it happened because I felt like not only it it wasn't just um it wasn't just like the pain of getting fired but it was also this big fear on the in the back of my mind that like when I go to my next job interview and they ask me what happened and I you know if I'm honest about the realities of how that all went down then all of a sudden it's almost like you're you're alienating your future career potential well you're not doing it but like the the mm. event of being fired feels like oh no i'm not going to be able to reach my full potential like that you know like joe over there who's climbed the ladder three times and uh, has this amazing success story and he can go to his next employer with that versus hey i worked here and then they let me go you know what I mean? Yeah. So the the story of your career gets altered and then you start to feel like, man, am I going to be sort of like have like the scarlet letter on my forehead of like I was fired, you know, and now employers are going to be like, stay away from that one. That's not a good egg kind of a thing. So that that more than anything for me, that first experience, that was my biggest fear. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 
I completely get that fear because it completely makes sense because you're going to be, it's nerve-wracking being in, in, in an interview at the best of times, let alone if you've got to sort of own up about what happened at your last job. And if you have been fired, it is a hard thing to say. Um, but I suppose it's not, it's not always why you've been fired or why you've been let go isn't, isn't necessarily a bad reflection on you for one is it like I mean it could have been you get fired or let go for lots of reasons um and I think I think we have to remember that that like sometimes sometimes it's not personal well I was gonna say sometimes it's not personal but it is personal because you're being fired (laughs) so that was ironic in itself um but have you got any sort of tips for our listeners of like how how best you can deal or process with being laid off or fired um the well i do i wonder if we should go into the stories should should we start with the stories and and do the tips i don't mean to derail the conversation but uh, no i mean if you've got it either way yeah, go, share. So let's start with, um, I'll go through each of those stories. So the first time that I was laid off, uh, this was a company that I had worked for for approximately four years. I loved this company, especially when I first joined. I was just like, I was like in awe of the people that worked there. Loved working with these people. Um, was soaking in information daily and just really enjoying it. Um it had its downs as well, but I just loved the company and loved the job. Uh, you know, a few years into that, I was doing everything I could to prove myself. I had a director that was like, hey, you're close to being promoted. And, um, I, you know, just he thought I was doing a great job. That director then left and was replaced with a new director shortly after. Mm-hmm. And me being early in my career, I was kind of naive enough to think that like, oh, well, maybe, you know, I'm still close to like reaching the next level. So I was just like, really going for that promotion like I couldn't even see any other options out there because all I wanted was to get promoted at this company uh the new director just didn't mesh as well with with me and my style uh and so um I I don't know exactly how to put it but I continued to sort of try to uh work with this person and and do my best basically give my best work uh I ended up advocating for myself and I was like, Hey, like had a meeting with him. Hey, like, what do you think it takes for me to get promoted? This director then was like, well, we've got a summer internship program. Let's see how you do in managing people with the summer interns and we can revisit at the end. I did it. The, he was supposed to help out, but he ended up getting too busy. So I essentially ran the whole program like, kind of saved him a little bit because I took so much off of his plate doing that program. And uh, the interns all gave me positive reviews. It went fairly successfully. Uh, and at the end of the program, I was like, hey, you know, what's about that promotion, mm-hmm. you know? And he kind of gave me a non-answer. And then like several months went by and I was just like hoping that we, you know, something would happen. And I just got more and more angry. Like I was like, You made me jump through all the hoops. I jumped through the hoops. I passed your tests and I'm still waiting around and nothing's happening. So I just, I didn't handle it uh, very well. 
So anyway, I was let go, and then that's when it crushed me. So uh, when that happened, I immediately just, like, my anxiety just went to, like, job hunt. I went straight to job mm. hunt. I ended up getting another role very quickly, fortunately. Worked in the next role for about a year uh, and had a similar betrayal type of circumstance. I just felt betrayed by my leader. So, like, my... Um, I, there was a guy that I was reporting to who ended up really like, um, he, he was a great guy, actually. The guy that I was reporting to, he ended up taking another job, uh, left, and then when he left, it was kind of apparent that like he and I were like simpatico, like almost on the same level kind of a thing. Like he was my boss, but like we were like equally sharp in terms of what we were doing and delivering and all of that. Um, so I felt like, Hey, I'm on his level. He, he, he felt like I was on his level. I, I think he would probably agree uh, at that, at, to that as well. And I think he also wanted me to fill his shoes when he left. Long story short, there was another sort of internal thing. The other, another leader ended up trying to kind of prevent me from getting his old role and so they sort of restructured things and tried to keep me in place and I was just like this is the second time I can't go anywhere in my career and I was just like what is going on here so that's when I quit that company when I quit that company it was about nine months so this was the second job I had kind of exited and then it took about nine months to find my next role mm -hmm. so because this was Utah this was like um there, there's a lot of, I mean, there's there's several jobs in, in Utah, but at that point in that stage in my career, I very strongly believed in myself and I felt like I would, the roles that were out there, the jobs that were available didn't fit my, like didn't match my level. And I was just, so the ones that did match my level were very few and far between. Okay. So I was trying to interview for those jobs, but it just wasn't that many. So I was just like, what I did is I just enrolled in a development boot camp. I was like, I got to level up my technical SEO. Um, I'd heard that from uh, a few job interviews, one which was quite a prominent company with a very well-known SEO uh, in the industry as well. Uh, don't know if I should call that one out, but this very well-known SEO gave me some good advice and said, hey, you're, you're weaker in the technical SEO area. And that's why you know you didn't get the job. And it was very honest, very straightforward. And I very much respected that uh, critique. So I went and I did the development boot camp. So I basically sunk more money into my career while I was laid off. I ended up burning through cash, getting super worried about like how much I was spending oh, without, without any income. But I just felt like I need to level up in this area. So I did that. And um, I just, I basically just hustled on my own for about nine months. And that led me to getting the job at Tapalti. So it was kind of like I had these downs in my career, but ultimately it's one of those, you know, we've all seen those charts. Your career is in a straight line. It's like a, a, a squiggly mm. line or whatever. It really was that for me. So it's like I went through these awful experiences. I sharpened myself a little bit in the time off. And the, the hustle that I had while I was unemployed led to my best job ever, which was Tapalti. Nice. So, you know, so that's that's kind of how that arc went. Um, there's yeah. two more stories I'll get to real quick. 
following that. Topalti was an amazing success, stayed there for about three years, loved it, still love the company, still respect uh, everybody that works there. Uh, and uh, interestingly enough, I got headhunted while I was at Topalti. So I got recruited to another company. Okay. And I accepted the offer. Uh, we basically had everything in writing. Um, a couple months after I accepted the offer, or well, actually a few weeks after I uh, accepted the offer, was when the whole layoff palooza went down with the economy crash and everything and VCs oh, and mailing companies. So I was one of the first people, before the news really even hit the fan, I was a, one of the very first people that basically my offer got rescinded from this other company that headhunted me away from Tapalti. So I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I just took a big chance on a mm. whole different company, leaving this job in this company that I genuinely loved. And now my offer has been rescinded and I'm on the outs again. Like, what is going on? It was crazy town. Found another role, uh, stayed there for about three months. They went through a similar thing. So the other company had to do some layoffs and I was, again, let go for the second time in a year after only about three months of, of doing SEO for the company, which as we all know is impossible to get like amazing results in three months. Yeah. So those three are like my four layoff stories of, of my career. I mean, thank you for being so open and transparent and sharing all that. And I think that just, it shines a light on, like you said, when you look at your, like a, a line graph for your career, it's not going to go in a straight line, especially if you want to develop and try new things. It's going to go a bit wiggly and um, things aren't going to go to plan. Things that are out of your control or maybe things that don't go quite to plan and you get fired. Like it's going to be, you're going to have ups and downs, but I suppose that's just part and parcel of it. And you sharing your story just goes to show that and I think you just and after the break because we are going to take a short break um but I think what would be good after the break is sh sort of um sharing with our audience tips of like how to deal with this situation of being let go being fired um but yeah thank you very much for sharing all your stories that was very interesting and yes, um, let's take a short break and we'll be back for part two. Awesome. Working on international websites and campaigns can be exciting and rewarding, but it can be challenging, frustrating, and sometimes even a little bit lonely. The International Search Summit is dedicated to all things international search and will bring together digital marketeers from over 30 countries to learn, share and connect in beautiful Barcelona. The three-track, 30-speaker agenda covers a whole host of topics across international SEO, content and paid search and is the perfect event for anyone working for global brands or clients. It's happening on the 16th of November, 2023, and listeners of this podcast can save 10% on tickets with the code SEO Mindset. That code again is SEO Mindset. All you need to do is head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash search summit to find out more and book your place. Don't worry, I'll pop a link 
in the show notes and I'll also put the code in there too. Welcome to the Therapy Crew Podcast. I am Shelley Louise. And me, Ruthie Eleanor. And we are best friends and absolute chatterboxes. We love to talk and leave each other endless voice notes. And I absolutely love to tell stories. So we thought, why not start a podcast? I am a private practice psychotherapist whose expertise is in trauma, particularly that of narcissistic abuse. I am a student therapist who is nearly qualified. My background is in HR, sales and management, and I decided to change career to become a therapist four years ago. We both love connection, authenticity and all things therapy. So The Therapy Crew is our new podcast where the two of us will endeavour to take you on a journey of friendship, connection, vulnerability, fun and education all through the lens of therapy. Season one will cover the power of listening, the therapeutic relationship and the benefits and misconceptions of therapy, all with honesty, vulnerability and a whole lot of lols. That's me, Shelley Louise. And me, Ruthie Eleanor. Two best friends two therapists, two stories and one exciting journey. To join us on this journey, subscribe now and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and our episodes, you can support me in Tasman by giving us a donation on our Buy Me A Coffee page. Uh, The URL is the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. You can donate as much or as little um, and and we'd be very appreciative. You can also follow or subscribe to the podcast by going to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash listen. Um, So by going there, you can subscribe or follow um, on your podcast playing platform of choice. And this is a great way to be notified whenever a new podcast episode is live and ready for you to listen to. We are back with part two. Are you still with us, Logan? I am. Wonderful news, wonderful news. Right, so let's uh, turn this into a positive then, shall we? Um, So let's share, or could you share tips with our audience of how to deal with this situation? Yeah, so... uh first tip which is easier said than done and we hear it all the time is try not to take it personally uh yeah it's it's very very easy to think like oh is there something i could have done is there something in my control but especially there's there's a lot of times especially like layoffs that are just fully outside of our control Mm -hmm. and we still feel horrible we still feel like it's a reflection on us we still feel like it's going to you know harm our career in some way um the reality is it's it kind of goes back to controlling what you can control and and 
letting go of what you can't control. That's such good uh, advice. So we, we absolutely have to keep that in mind and we have to remind ourselves of that because our feelings don't like to let us remember that. Mm-hmm. When your feelings come up, like it's like something just happened that's a major event and you've just, your life's been flipped around. Uh, your feelings want to tell you all these, they'll trick your brain into telling you all these kinds of things and stories about like, oh my gosh, like you're, you're not a good SEO or you're not a good employee or whatever it is. Uh, and the reality is you may have been a great employee and it may not have been a fit. It's a little bit like a relationship. Like yeah. you can, you can like meet different people and people can break up and they can say horrible things about each other. And you know, there may be some truth to some of the things that they say, but, but if they're with the wrong person, they're just going to have a horrible experience. Whereas if they meet somebody that's more in line with their values whose whose communication style is more in line with their communication style, love languages are matching, etc. Uh, that sort of relationship culture that the two can build together can be a fit. Yeah. And so fit is such an important thing in a career and companies change is the other thing. Like my first layoff, it, 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 I was a great fit and I loved the company culture initially. The company changed over the four years that I was working there. And as a newbie, like I didn't realize how much and how quickly a company could change with new leaders and all of that. So I, I, it was almost like I didn't realize that things were changing, even though they were, Mm -hmm. I was a little bit blind to the fact that this company that I'm now in is no longer the same company that it was when I just started. So, you know, we, we have to kind of continually check and, and see how, we fit with the company and how the, how the company fits with us. And so if, if that happens, that's just a normal phase of life to go through that. Um, people change, companies change, and it, it may have been time for a change if you've been laid off mm-hmm. and there may be something better around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and I really liked when you said about, it's like a relationship, like, you have relationships at work, you have relationships that don't, um, people break up and it is the same with working, especially because, um, you spend most of your time with the people that you work with as well, don't you? So it's so important to make sure that you fit in with the company culture. Team is a big thing as well, who you're working with day in, day out, who you're reporting to, who's, who's part of your, like team of getting stuff done that's also an important one isn't it absolutely yeah yeah um is there anything else uh like any sort of like practical tips so like when you've just been fired or you've just found out some news is there anything like I don't know taking a breather or doing something you enjoy is there anything that you've found that like helps in that situation? Yes, I think that these kinds of situations can be both emotional and logical. So like the emotion, don't forget that there's going to be an emotional element and it's so important as humans, as adults, that we learn our emotions. And for me, one of the most effective tools that I've used, and I don't 
use it as much as I should, but mm-hmm. I do use it in crisis situations. Okay. So my default when I go to a crisis situation like that one is mindful meditation. Yep. So I've got a subscription to the Headspace app. That's my personal app of choice. There's other yep. ones out there. There's Calm. There's others. Some people yep. prefer going to a therapist. Some people have they, we have different ways of dealing with those emotions. If you want to do professional therapy, that's okay. If you want to do something different, um, that's okay too. But the whole idea is just learn to deal with your emotions in a healthy way. And for me, that's been the most healthy way. The second thing that I would say is healthy for me is a gratitude journal. There's like a five-minute journal that I purchased on Amazon that has like a few little pointers because I was like, I need something quick, but also helpful. So the the combination of the five-minute gratitude journal that helps me to put things into perspective because when something happens, your perspective changes and it gets very disoriented. It's like your perspective is warped. It's not even reality. Like your feelings take over and you start thinking all these negative thoughts. But uh, the gratitude journal and the combination of the gratitude journal and mindful meditation for me was the most effective way of dealing with the emotional side of things. Because if you're emotionally warped, you're not going to be bringing your best self to job interviews. You're not going to be bringing your best self to any sort of a recovery plan. So before I think before you even do any recovery plan, you know, think about your emotional side and make time to handle that portion of things, um, no matter what, because it's yes. gonna it's gonna affect everything you do. That's that's not in the emotional category. You have to figure out the emotional category first. Yeah, that's such that's such good advice. Such good advice. Um, and is there any like tips of like what you can learn is there anything that you can learn from like being fired or being let go or anything that you can implement next time um yeah I would say first of all remember that graph it's going to be a squiggly line I mean my career trajectory took me to some lows but out of that came my best success story and it was incredible and I'm super grateful for it it's absolutely elevated my career So those downs did follow ups, but when I was in the downs, I could not see the ups. It's so hard to see around the corner and see like when you're in the down and when you're like in the pits, it's so hard to think, oh, there could be an amazing job for me next year that will lead to this really cool case study and people will like it. And, you know, I'll actually experience the success that I've been working so hard for, for the last whatever number of years. Yeah. You know, that grind can be uh, exhausting. So keeping in mind that there could be an upside. um, And as far as practical tips outside of mindfulness and and those sort of like mental tips, the mental game. um, For me, uh, like I mentioned, I took some time going to the dev boot camp and just leveling up my skills. Yeah. So while I was unemployed, I looked for areas where I was weak in my career and I tried to turn them into strengths or at least turn them into uh, something that I wasn't as weak in before so that I could go into job interviews. And, you know, when I interviewed with Tapalti, I could have gone in and been like, well, I, you know, was let go nine months ago. What have you been doing since then? I could have been like, well, you know, I've been playing pickleball or whatever. But like I at that point in time, I, I had a story that, that was more like, hey, I was let go. 
Um, I spent a ton of time uh, developing the, my technical SEO skills, and I went so far as to even enroll in a development bootcamp to do so. So then, then the employer sees, oh, I've invested in myself. I haven't been yeah. sitting on the couch for nine months. I've been, continuing, yeah, I've been continuing to hustle in my own way yeah. and level, up, level myself up in my own way. And that's very attractive to my next employer, even though there was a job gap in my yeah. resume. And so. it shows that you're proactive and because I think it's hard, isn't it? Because in that moment when you've just been fired or you've just been let go, you're going to feel all that raw emotion. You're not going to feel great. And it's going to be hard, but you do kind of need to be like, right, okay, what's my game plan? What am I doing next? For you, it was to um, look at where your uh, your weaknesses were and look at where you could level up, basically. And that's such great advice because see it as like a bit of a kick up up the bum, or see it as like a um, like a way to turn a negative into a positive because this was the reason why I got let go I'm going to make that into a positive for why someone would want to hire me um so I think that's great advice to yeah not sit and because you could be stubborn couldn't you and wallow in it and feel sad or you could actually start doing something about it put yourself out there and get get finding your dream job or your best job like you have done. And I'm so glad that your squiggly line, as we're calling it, ended up in a success. So I'm very happy for you. Yeah. And one more thing that was really cool out of that development boot camp, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have also come up with this idea. I, I built a, a title testing tool and that idea came from the, the development boot camp several years ago. Oh, nice. So now that, that, whole SEO tool that I've now built is is like a manifestation that came from that period of my life where I was out of work and trying to learn code and you know banging my head against the wall so you know like out of that sort of pain or fire or whatever can come something you know bigger in the future so um, that's kind of another silver lining on top of you know finding Topalti work but I would also say that, like, you can find a passion project. It doesn't have to be go to do a developer boot camp. It doesn't have to be level up your skills. It could be that, hey, you've just been let go. Now I can see this as an opportunity to follow some sort of a dream or passion project that I have. Maybe it's building an affiliate website for yourself. Maybe it's starting a podcast. I was just going to say, maybe, maybe it's starting a podcast. Yeah, maybe it's something like that. So if you've got something that is like, oh, I've had this project that I – all these years of working full time for somebody I've never had time for, let me invest some time while I while I have it into this other thing, and maybe by the end of that you can actually have some sort of a portfolio that you can bring to your your next job interview as opposed to a development bootcamp. So it could be anything really. Wonderful. I've really enjoyed this conversation because yeah, we said at the start that it might be a bit heavy or um, a bit hard to talk about, but I think it's been really good um, to have this frank and honest conversation and actually look, this is how you turn it all into a positive and how you can, yeah, like start making things work for you. We are running out of time. Well, we've, we've practically run out of time, but I just want to squeeze in um, the questions that I always ask all my guests. Um, the first one is, 
If you could sum sum up in a sentence the main takeaway from today's episode, what would that be? The main takeaway from this episode is that your career is a squiggly line and make sure to watch and uh, address your emotional state of mind so that you can turn that into a positive. Love it. Love it. That's my sentence. Love it. I love I love how we've both used squiggly line as well and we both know what that means. Um yeah. if you could sum up in a sentence again your best career advice that you've ever received, what would that be? Best career advice I have ever received. Oh man, I wasn't expecting this question. Um sorry. Best career advice I've ever received. Is there anything that springs to mind, something that uh, an old boss has said to you or someone that you worked with, someone that you met in your developer camp? I don't know, like anything? I I can't put it into a sentence because there's way too much. I'm just going to say that the best career advice, experience of career advice I've ever received came from Nick Eubanks. So I'm going to plug Nick Eubanks in there and say that He's given me so many, um, so so he's been so generous with his time and so much um, career advice has come from him. And I'm just so, so grateful for that. So huh. there's so much that he, content out there from him. I would say follow his content for all of okay. that advice, but I, I just can't summarize it. I have no way of summarizing all That's of that. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll make sure that um, their details or where to follow, like you said, um, he's got loads of resources. We'll pop them in the show notes so people can find find him. Um, another time to put you on the spot. One person to follow in SEO right now. So one person, uh, I'm going to go with an underdog. So Always an underdog, underdog who has really impressed me with his work, uh, his personality, and uh, his hustle has been Patrick Rice. So Patrick Rice, he's, he's a younger guy. He, he's one of those guys that somehow figured out a way early on to go solo and build up his own portfolio of clients. And mm-hmm. I'm just really impressed with his work. And he, he's just also a really cool guy. So check him out. Again, we shall pop him and some links so you can find him, follow him and reach out, whatever. We'll pop him in the show notes. Um, And yeah, I'm very sorry, Logan, but time. We have reached the time. Well, hopefully it's been helpful. That's the goal here. A hundred percent. Look, this podcast is all about those open, honest conversations that don't often get talked about. And... I don't think I've ever had such an open and frank conversation about being fired and let go. So this was really good. And I think it's going to be really helpful for our listeners. So thank you so much. Hopefully it is. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, just as a uh, reminder, as I said at the start, um, if you do enjoy the podcast and what me and Tasman are doing, um, you can support us. You can give us a donation on buy me a coffee our link is in the show notes for that and again like I said earlier please do share episodes so after listening to Logan and his episode on um being fired being let go and how to turn into a positive if you know someone who would really like this episode or will find it really helpful please do share it with them 
Um, and yeah, and hopefully you'll join us next time for another wonderful conversation to delve into another topic. Goodbye for now. <laughs>